Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Hello, Fightful Faithful. Welcome to another episode of the Fightful YouTube NXT 2.0 post-show after-party thing. Eventually, I'm going to come up with a really tight name for this thing, but... I mean, grabs variety hour. That's basically what it is. Uh, <laughs> hey, everybody! I'm Alex Pulaski, and and uh, this is Kate, and uh, and and we're going to talk to you about NXT. I mean, some of it, some some of the show is going to be about NXT. Other things are going to be about other stuff. But here's how you can steer us away from talking about NXT if you'd like. You can send in a super chat in the bottom of this year YouTube chat delete that's on my right. Or you could go to humperchats.com if you feel like giving us a little bit bigger piece of the pie that uh, they don't take as much from us as the YouTube does. So humperchats.com will get that done uh, on our wonderful mod. Usually Luis, this week it's Drew, who's going to you know curate all those things in nice little files, filing system. And then I get a read from him and I'll answer your questions or read your statement on air. Uh, for those of you who are slightly new here, apparently I have a, a whole litany of people that live inside me of whose voices I do. <laughs> and so some people like to request that I sing songs as those people. It's a weird thing. I like um, that you said if you're new here, like this episode of NXT brought in new people. Like, well, come we, on, man. I, I, I got, we got to get somebody here. Hold on. We got, was a Raslin Riggle is a new YouTube member. So perhaps this is their whole. Their first time ever. If so, welcome Rasslin Riggle. Keep cool, Gabagool. That's right. Um, <laughs> Kate, Alex, hi, how how are you doing on this day after Memorial Day? Well, here's the thing. I'm doing well because I went to the beach today. It oh, was like nice. 90 degrees, and because it's a weekday, nobody was there, so that was delightful. But my infamous bangs have been out of whack ever since. Oh, no. Is it the salt is, air? It might have been. I mean, I showered because I'm a human and have mm. access to one <laughs> and didn't want to bathe in sand. But I don't just, know. You could have like, you could have been, you could have been, you know, watching NXT on your phone on the train home from the beach. No, no. Don't people I do drove. that over there? You drove. drove. Wow. Drove. Wow. Took um, my car. Went on a nice solo adventure. It was delightful. Was it a solo Sokoa adventure? I'm so mad I didn't think of that. 
Um, Ricardo the Mark says, just some love for hashtag Team Kalex and the SGS. The Nerd Guru says, Kalex with the trifecta this week, baby. Trifecta this week? It's like yeah. a quintfecta. Uh, <laughs> also, yeah, you're going to get more of me on this channel tomorrow night talking about AEW. Then uh, Friday night, you're going to do the on this channel, the SmackDown review. And then after that, I'm going to do my own SmackDown review, which let's be honest, you'll probably be a part of. <laughs> was, we, we're gluttons for punishment I that way. show up. And then we're going to do a post uh, an In Your House review on Saturday. And then we're going to do Behind the Paywall. We're going to do a post Heck in Your Sec um, uh, review as well. Uh, <sighs> yeah, it's it's yeah, well, there's too much of us. Simon Renshaw says, hello, Alex and 480p Kate. Hope you guys are doing great. Didn't watch the show. Did I miss anything good? No. No. Is I my mean, camera seriously wonky? I am it, crystal clear to myself. Well, no, as, as soon as you wave, your, if, you, if you actually put anything closer to the camera, then... Yeah, it does, the weird faces, thing. it does the weird autofocus thing. So, like, you're never allowed to get anything closer to the camera than your own face. So if you're going to gesture, you got to do it behind your head. Hey, guys. <laughs> there you go. So great to see you all. Um, so uh, uh, did you miss anything good? Uh, I, uh, Nathan Fraser and, and uh, Cameron Grimes had an okay match. I'm hoping they'll have more. And this was a taste. Um, Three matches in WWE? Never. No, never happened. Um, um, uh this wasn't something you missed, but it is something that I'll be doing every every time they do a vignette for him where uh, where he's not uh, on the show. But Giovanni Vinci is my new favorite guy to fantasy book until he gets on the show. So we'll talk about it. Um, Orion Ben says a bad day for a bad day for Kate bangs abuse and hashtag porn accountant lost. Uh, where are my porn accountant glasses? <laughs> Son you are the worst porn accountant I'm ever. So bad at it. Porn accountants don't wear contacts like I do. Yeah. Shameful. Um, <laughs> Jake Salazar says, "What crowd is NXT catered to?" Because I watched, and sweet baby Jesus, is it horrible? Like it's some of the worst television. At USA Network should be ashamed. I think they're running a skeleton crew. Like they just. I just don't think that they 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 have everybody in place to actually write storylines for people. I really no, don't. No, this is like the Vince's gut instinct show. Yeah, it's which just, uh... is fine, but take it off TV so that we can review something better. Um, a flow man says, uh, first I first time I watched NXT since January. Yikes. Um, yeah, it's it's in a, it's not in a great place right now. No. Um, so it didn't get better with the talent that they released. Yeah, it didn't like make room for up and comers that are better. I'll say that. Yeah. Much. Um, so we got we got our match. I I guess the whole Roddy rolled his ankle during training thing was a was a work, and that wasn't a thing at all. But they still pulled that match last week. But we get it this week. Uh, Roddy and um, and Damon Kemp. Um, I have to say it like that, Damon Kemp, because it's a dumb name and it's even dumber that they decided to 
not just let him be his brother's brother. Like I understand that you're 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 hot shotting one of them to the main roster, eventually. I was gonna um, say, are they? Because he showed up and his been he's nowhere already, to he's, be seen. I know. I don't know. Maybe he's maybe he's uh, trying to finish out graduating from college or something. I don't know. But uh, but I love when people tell us the show is too negative. It cracks me up. It's called Sour Graps, and it's one of the worst products on TV. Listen, listen. <laughs> um. We have cultivated an audience here that does not love the NXT show. Yeah. Um, I, I I think we, maybe we're catering to the audience, but the thing of it is, as I've always said, if anything's really, really good, I'll say it. Yeah. I'll say it out loud that things we, are really good. When things are good, we say so. Yeah. Um, uh, but it, if it's not, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. That's no. just not who I am. So, And it's backed up. It's not sour for the sake of being sour. It's substantive sour, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the uh, So we get our Diamond Mine, uh, Roddy and Damon Kemp versus Pretty Deadly. Um, match to start the show. Yes, boy. Um, and, and, and yes, boy uh, picks up the victory. Because um, the Creeds, who were not supposed to come out there, because Roddy didn't want them out there, um, were out there, and one of them saved Roddy Strong from getting hit in the head with the title belt by one of the Yes Boys. I, I don't remember which one. Um, and Roddy you didn't like that very much. Uh, Roddy ended up uh, taking the loss. And then backstage... He was really angry at the Creeds for coming out. And Ivy Nile stuck up for them. But he's like, you know what? There's no excuses. You can't lose. We're not allowed to lose. You have to win the titles on Saturday. And if you don't, you're out of Diamond Mine. Uh, he didn't say it like that, but I think he should have. <laughs> um, <laughs> and 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 that's so this is what we have for Diamond Mine now is is. Roddy Strong, because because Malcolm Bivens is now Stokely Hathaway, uh, and and yeah, he even gets to J be on a show that we like most of the time. <laughs> and even even Jr. Even though Jr. doesn't know who he is, everybody else over there does. So uh, so he gets to make short films about about his life in Harlem before he got the call or the envelope to go back to to wrestling. Uh, anyway, I can't believe it's only already been thirty days since they since they let him go. Thirty thirty on the nose to uh... um, yeah. Anyway, this doesn't this doesn't feel like the diamond mine that I used to know and love, Kate. No, it doesn't feel like either iteration of diamond mine that won me over. It doesn't feel like the original diamond mine that yeah. I really liked, and it definitely doesn't feel like the one that won me over the second time around. Um, and I think they're breaking it up, which begs the question: Why on earth did they? call someone up to go into a faction that's breaking up that is stupid yeah yeah um i don't understand either so uh i think the only thing that makes sense in all kinds of ways um is um is diamond mine losing is the creeds losing on saturday yeah because you know what the creeds should lose <laughs> but like they shouldn't. They should have won a long time ago. But I don't think it's worth it to introduce this stipulation if whatever if the if it's not going to actually happen. 
Um, so unless they do something really dumb, you want to hear what they might do? That's really dumb. What's what's dumb? Have them win and be like, "Well, we want to leave Diamond Mine anyway." That is absolutely no, no, something they would do. They win, and then they say, and then Roddy comes out like, "Yes, it was all my doing. It was all it, it, me. I did it. I helped, even though he didn't help." And they say, and he's like, "Now you, now Diamond Mine gets to stay together." And they say, "Well, actually, Roddy, we all put it to a vote, and you're out of Diamond Mine." They might do that. They might like kick Roddy out, and then Roddy can like throw a fit about it. But or, he wouldn't be. Or but leave the on company the, that he requested to leave multiple on times. On the inside, he would be throwing a party, not a fit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So Jake Salazar sends in a super chat. Just says, "Big Stoke." That's yeah. Yeah, Big Stoke. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh. So Mark Will says. My head hurts like hell, but I just can't miss another sour graps. I don't want to disappoint Alex and Kate and every single one of you. From J.D.B. Pringle to Paul Elizabeth to the Council of Marks. Let's have some fun, lads. Yes, Mark Will. Let's I mean, have yes, some fun, but dude. also take some Advil. Yeah. Take some Advil. Uh, go to exclusive. Go to bed. Watch the show in the morning. We're good. Thank you so much, Mark, for being here. Um, so, uh, <laughs> J.D.B. Pringle says... Did you think a little thing like vacation would stop this long-running bit? Paul Elizabeth, it'll be a cold day in hell when I stop singing your praises. XOXO SGS for lifers. Oh, man. And Paul Elizabeth, your shoot father, says, Sir Pringle, SGS and Team Kalex, happy Tuesday and welcome June. Keep cool, gabagool. Yes, we should all remember to keep cool because it's hot out there. Thanks, Dad. Um, Tom LaValle says, who is this Bivens you speak of? WWE, I definitely doesn't know. <laughs> but seriously, I'm hoping for a 10-minute segment tomorrow with him and the baddies. Uh, I, I, I just, I want there to never be an episode of Dynamite or Rampage where he doesn't have microphone time. Even if that time is 20 seconds. He's just, yeah. he's, too, he's too good. I also want this to expand, maybe not immediately, but like, I could see him managing a lot of other, like, Dante Martin could use some help. Mm -hmm. Like there's, there's other people that I think he could provide tremendous value to, but yeah, now that he's there, love Tully, love Arn and his Glock, but like, let's have a manager that feels fresh and new doing fresh yeah. and new things. So I guess uh, we'll get this out of the way uh, now just to get the whole diamond mine thing all sewn up in one fell swoop. Ivy Nile later in the evening is doing knuckle push-ups, as you do. I, and I don't, but as one does, yeah. as as one <laughs> might do, were one able to do knuckle push-ups. <laughs> um, and then a porn accountant walks in. You can tell because of her high heels, her sensible but way too high high heels, and the and the pantyhose, uh, and the way the camera lingers on her legs as they travel up as they show who she is. I just um. Is that all you ever do is work out? Says, um, when I'm not competing, I'm training. Says, um, so are you even going to talk to the creeds? When, when, I'm, I don't feel like I'm even acknowledging the valley girlness of her voice. I know I'm supposed to be the smart no. one, but she does have that, that cadence to her. Are you even going to talk to the creeds after they lose to pretty deadly on Saturday? My notes, out of the diamond mine. 
My notes literally say that she sounds like <laughs> she sounds like a mix of a Valley Girl, Britannica from um, Glow, and a Steiner math promo. <laughs> All mixed into one. Here's a fun fact, Alex. Yeah. That's not a great combination of things. No. Um, I, I did, though, just because they've done nothing but present her as porn accountant. And just the whole, like, the way she goes, like, is that all you do is work out? Maybe you could show me some pointers. Cut to a vignette of her yeah. with a male trainer and yeah. careless yeah. whisper saxophone play in the background. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> maybe you could show me how to get sweaty later or uh, whatever. Um, <laughs> stretch. Yeah. yeah. It'll yeah. like, of course. <laughs> Yeah, let's stretch. Um, so uh, anyway, Nivey now doesn't like that Kiana James is, is saying mean things about Diamond Mine, so let's let's have a match. And oh, then who they the do... hell is she to say anything about anything? I don't know. It was so weird. Like they were talking about. Like, so what do we know about Kiana James? Well, base. Well, basically nothing, Vic. We've only seen her in one match, and she lost. But we can tell she's very cerebral in the ring. Look at the glasses. No one would wear glasses unless they were very, very smart. I'm Wade Barrett. Um, Why is she questioning wrestlers working out? <laughs> no, that's so funny. Is that ever all you ever do is oh, train? Why what? aren't you running the numbers or leaning sexily on a leather couch? Or hanging out with a horse. Like what? Oh, what? So wrestlers, what? They just they just work out here's, all the time. Here's what I need. Yeah. Now. Here's what I need, Kate. I need the feud for our times, which is porn accountant versus horse lawyer. Like they 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 just they're both white collar workers, and they found themselves in WWE, and they 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 need this for for themselves because this is all they've ever wanted. Porn accountant, horse girl, next. Not horse, not horse girl, horse, horse lawyer. lawyer. I need okay. the lawyer. I need the actual the, horse the who horse. is a lawyer. Um. <laughs> that is not. A well, I'm a, <laughs> <laughs> well I'm, I'm a horse girl. Well, I'm a horse girl. <laughs> I love to settle them. I love to ride them. That's all you'd really do to horses. Brush them I out. Love, I, don't I know. love to feed them. I like to brush them. Because I'm a horse girl. Wow. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, the nerd guru says, Ivy Nile is everything Rhonda and Paige Van Sant wish they could be. Ivy is so cool in every way and has that thing called charisma. Roddy is a dead man walking these days. Diamond Mine is going to blow up and that's sad. Okay, I'll really address the first part. I don't. I wouldn't even think that Avril has charisma. She just uses her her icy demeanor, like on purpose to like. To, it, it works for her. She doesn't have to like do. Nobody's asking her to like cut really elaborate promos or like come out and 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 you know. Hey, I got the, I, somebody scripted this joke for me. I'm going to deliver it for you. Also, look at my smile. No, she just gets to be a murderer. And that's, I kind of like, that's why I think that some people don't like it. I think what Marina Shafir is doing in AEW works as well, because they don't ask her to be anything she's not. What she is is the trained killer. Just let her do that. 
Yeah, which is why it's good when people like that have managers. <laughs> like, Ronda Rousey should be under Paul Heyman's umbrella, for sure. Like, people yeah. like that should have something to speak on their behalf. Ivy is fantastic in the ring. Um, yeah, I don't... I think she just goes in and kicks ass and looks great and goes home. Like, I think yeah. that's usually... that. That's what Brian Danielson's doing. He's gotten really fun promos, though. But, like, that works. Not everybody needs a hobby. <laughs> no. no. You don't have to love horses or be a porn accountant. You can just be a wrestler. <laughs> right. Um, it's just true. It's very true. Uh, anyway, Ivy Nile was able to beat Keanu James. But Keanu James, at one point, like, just picks up Ivy Nile and runs with her into the ring, into, into, the, into the corner. And then... Ivan now slumps down to the to the floor, and Canada James says, "They can't teach you that in a in, in wrestling school. Like they quite literally can teach you how to do a double leg pickup, run into the. That's very easy. To, most people are taught that. It's like it's this is all about brains, not brawn. You literally use the muscles in your arms to <laughs> lift her up, and then the muscles in your legs to run while carrying her. I don't understand what this whole thing is, brains and brawn. Oh man, remember." I think it was, I think it was Triple H, Shawn Michaels, right? When they just sat there and they just fought in the ring and they were just on their computers. That was one of my favorite matches of all time, right? When yeah. they were just calculating numbers. Yeah. Oh, it just one of the best wrestling matches ever. Yes. No! Yeah. <laughs> the whole like smarts of the ring is supposed to be ring psychology, not spreadsheets and not crunching spreadsheets while you're in lingerie. This yeah. is very weird. You can't teach that in the gym. That's what she no. said. No. You know what, um, though? Kiana James gets some of the boys on end. You know what I mean? Not everybody. Yes. Not everybody can have, like, such a physical reaction to such a thing. You know? Right, I suppose. Sometimes people need a little help. Sometimes people need a supplement that has the same active ingredients as Cialis and Viagra, and Sean Rossap is here to tell you all about it. I hear you. Times are rough. We just got out of uh, a, a wild situation, a wild year, and people are saying, you know what, it's a hard knock life. But I disagree. Instead, I believe it's a hard cock life when you use Blue Chew and the code Fightful. And you get your first shipment free. Free? All you got to do is pay $5 shipping? Blue Chew is made with the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work. But they work on your schedule. Full stomach, empty stomach, ready to go, want to get in the mood. Blue Chew has you covered. Instead of treated, we get tricked. Instead of kisses, we get kicked. I don't think so. More like somebody's getting dicked when you use BlueChew.com. No awkward conversations with the doctor. Because, I mean, you know, I'm all about not being awkward. No waiting in line at the pharmacy. It's because they work with their online physicians to get the active ingredient you need. And it ships straight to your door. BlueChew.com and the code Fife will get you your first shipment free. That's how confident they are. Free. Use that promo code Fightful. Hardcock Life. We gotta go back to their ad read. It's more fun. Yeah, you're right. Uh, DJ Page says Kiana is like Alexandria York if people expected Terry Runnels to wrestle for some reason. 
Um, yeah, it, I was thinking also Miss Hancock when when Stacy Keebler was Miss Hancock. Well, they decided to put the cock in there just because they wanted to make sure everybody knew what, what we're. Do you get it? Get it? get it? Get it? I can't believe her name isn't on a porn hub. God forbid not everything on the show is explained to us like we are infant turtles. Kiana, Kiana Brazzers had a match tonight, and it was a it was <laughs> Kiana Brazzers. Oh no. Um, so uh, before we move on, Eddie Rebay says thoughts on WWE insulting our intelligence while giving the freaking daughter of Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Simone Johnson, a new name. Is she Braun Breaker 2.0 or something? Um, I I don't I don't know. I feel like you I feel like you'd lean into that. I just do. I feel like you'd lean into the fact that this is the Rock's daughter. Like I, Oh, you mean probably the biggest money-making star of all time? The Rock? Yeah, Why would I you like, lean into that? Uh, it's just something it's just, it's just an instinct that I have that it might be beneficial <laughs> But yeah, yeah. I do think they'll, if she makes it to the main roster, they'll they'll lean into that. I think maybe in NXT, you want to let her figure out how to do right. this before you go putting the legend of The Rock on her family right. name. Yeah. But it's just weird because Charlotte was always Charlotte Flair. Yeah. And they leaned into it very heavily and it's one of the most successful things they've ever done. So yeah, I don't know. I know she said that she wanted it herself, like she wanted to not go in her dad's footsteps, but that's a bad choice to yeah, no. to to, to di di diverge yourself from perhaps the most famous former professional wrestler in the world. Um, in, a, in a company that loves nepotism, like yes. loves it so it's much. Just, it's just a weird, it's a weird choice. Um yeah, so regardless of whose idea it was, I'm going to go on record as saying it's a bad idea. That's my own personal thing. Um, I understand her reasons for it, but I think if you weigh the pros and cons, perhaps this was not the best decision. That's just my own personal opinion. If she gets uh, called up to the main roster, I bet she's... I don't know. Um, uh, also, her name is Ava Rain. R A I N E, like that's not gonna get confused with it, with that she's oh is that Roman Reigns' daughter? Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, uh, Mark Quill uh, said, uh, "Hold on, what is it? Uh, Where did it go? It's gone. Okay." Um, it says uh, that that uh, <laughs> SRS is um, <laughs> SRS is a. Uh, um, uh, Blue Chew read has cured him of his headache. So thanks. I don't know how that works, but yeah, I'm not really sure either. It just um, gives me the it gives me the creeps. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, hold on one second. It's a hard cock life for us. It's a hard cock life for us. I'm gonna set out of singing the rest of this parody yeah. that's playing in my head for no um, do it. PG ratings. Good idea. <laughs> um so uh anyway ivy ivy now beats uh her porn accountant kiana james uh and then um <laughs> kiana brassers 
Keanu Brazzers. And then, um, uh, <laughs> so bad. We're bad. <laughs> We're bad people. Um, it's then, bad grief. I know it is. It's bad. Yeah. Um, then, pretty deadly, the Yes Boys come out and they talk trash to Ivy Nile and then the Creed show up. And they run them off, and so that's that's your diamond mine update for the for the day. Doesn't matter because diamond mine's gonna lose on Saturday, so there you go. Um, oh, again. So uh, Cameron Grimes talks to Solo Sokoa backstage. Says, "Don't worry. After I retain against Carmelo Hayes, you got next. Don't worry. We're good." And then Duke Hudson shows up and says, uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> oh, I love that Cameron Grimes like leaves is like, hey, nice haircut. And and I know it's supposed to be a shot at him because they had the feud, but he quite literally has the same haircut now that he did before you shaved his head. <laughs> like it's grown all the way back. So it's a weird flex to be like, hey, nice haircut, huh? But like his hair is back to what it's supposed to be, and he didn't um, look bad bald. Like he looked fine, so it just never. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Anyway, uh, so then he and Solo Sokoa get into a little pissing match about who should have the next shot because because Duke Duke th- says that because he beat Braun Breaker last week by disqualification, he should have the first shot, and and Solo rightfully calls him out like. You won by DQ and Joe Casey helps you. It doesn't count. All right, then, mate, why don't we have a, a match tonight to settle things? Uh, Rob Grass has called the Rock's daughter Pebbles. That's I've been hearing a lot of that. Yeah, been hearing a lot of that. She has yep. to come out with like the Flintstones hair if they do that. There were a few times they called out their own bad creative tonight, mm-hmm. which I thought was interesting. Um, like Caden, we'll talk about it later, but called out the lack of defending the tag champions. Mm-hmm. And uh Electra asked why Tony D should get a rematch. And I'm like, you get you're treading water there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like that they're actually talking about real life stuff and bad booking. Not I do, booking, but but, like, but but they shouldn't be calling attention to it themselves. Yeah. Um, not three times in one episode. Then we got Solo Sokoa versus Duke Hudson. Solo Sokoa beat him. Uh, he's really over. Uh, he's getting Solo's gonna kill you chance. Um, people really like him. Uh, he's obviously very talented. Uh, and he... popular. Your phone went off. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, some... Alex is popular. Oh, somebody retweeted my joke about uh, Giovanni Vinci. So I'll just have to just say it uh anyway um so solo sokoa if he loses the match to cameron grimes should be called up the next minute and done the thing that we've asked for them begged for them to do with him forever i know he doesn't want to follow in his family's footsteps but it's too good of an angle to not i'm sorry it's too good of an angle to not also, freaking, of course he does. It's the only story they've cared about for two years. Of course he wants to be a part of that story. I know. I don't know why you wouldn't be want, want to hit your wagon to the only thing that matters in all of WWE. The only thing they care about. Yeah. Um, so, yes, he's able to win because he's really good. Um, and he does, he does got next. 
this match actually didn't it, it got better toward the middle end but like this didn't click in for me for some reason i don't well, know no. if it, you felt that way i mean I, it didn't none of it mattered Duke well, Hudson the whole show doesn't. Right, I know, but like, so D Duke Hudson didn't like th for things to click in for me. Like, it's got to be a really great match, or there's got to be some kind of storyline. I got to be watching to make sure I see who wins because there are stakes attached. Otherwise, honestly, I drift in and out. I mean, I'm I'm sorry. Like, it's I can't be arsed to care about most of the shit because they don't care about it. When they're putting it together, they don't care about it. I mean, I, I like Duke Hudson's work. I know that he's not going to win this match. I really like Solo Sokoa. I know he's not going to lose this match. So I'll watch, and then I'll drift to my phone, and I'll watch. And I don't care either way because I already know what the outcome is. And, like So it's kind of a, ah, you know? I agree, I but I, I mean, I even for, from like an in-ring chemistry-wise, it just felt like... Not, oh not, sure. Not that yeah. they weren't on the same page, but just a little bit, I guess. Like it just I, and I, and I don't fell wanna, off. I don't want to speculate about it, but I feel like it's one of those things. It 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 did feel like they were like, okay, so what are we doing? It just felt like that. It was like kind of a like, so what's what's this? What's what is the story we're supposed to be telling here? Like it just felt kind of like that. Um, yeah. Um so backstage, you have Grayson Waller being a jackass to everybody. Yeah, there was um, a lot of things that took place earlier tonight on the yes. show, and particularly in this hour. Yes. <laughs> um, and uh, and he starts talking trash uh, about everybody in the room, but also specifically about um, Fallon Henley and uh, the Redneck Boys, and then. Um, uh, double vest who's only single vest tonight um uh was overhearing and walked up behind him the lone vest <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah. um uh, so uh <laughs> oh my god um so uh yeah uh he walks up behind grayson waller who's like he's right behind me isn't he Oh no. Uh and so like how about you show everybody impress everybody by getting your getting yourself a country ass whipping. Um during the mat during the the promo backstage before he gets uh, interrupted Grayson Waller refers to Fallon Henley as a horse girl many times so you can tell Grayson Waller watches sour graps. I think they all watch sour graps booking just does the opposite of what we ask and yeah. suggest. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, horse girl. I mean, that's that's who she is. That's what she is. I don't know if you're being a facetious, no face, but I don't think you can compare MJF versus Wardlow to Solo Sokoa versus Duke Hudson. That was built five minutes before they had the match, as opposed to two years of build for the match between MJF and Wardlow. So that was I, like a really long story of a heel getting his comeuppance versus yeah. like. Oh, this guy's being pushed. This guy's not kind yeah. of thing. Um, yeah. Uh, Jake Salazar says it's single vest in the beach tonight. Um, and I saw somebody who said that tonight the the role of double vest will be played by denim vest. Says Riot Dr. 
Briggs was a pretty big deal in Evolve, so seeing his current run is just sad. By the way, it is Riot DR, not Doctor. I only have a bachelor in the Riot Arts. Love you guys. <laughs> too sweet, too sour. I thought you at least had a master's. That's how good you are at rioting. Ruby rioting, um, if you would. Yeah. Uh, so we got Briggs versus Waller later. Um, <laughs> Briggs came out with Fallon Henley and... and, and with who? Horse Girl Thank and, you. <laughs> and the Beach. It's Horse Girl and the Beach. <laughs> Oh, uh, I never knew I needed. Yeah. Uh, horse, horse girl, girl the beach. in the beach. <laughs> uh, <it's, laughs> I sound like a really terrible morning zoo crew radio DJ. Yeah, like, you're listening to Horse Girl on the Beach in the morning. Yeah, like they have a soundboard they use way too much. Oh, it's the Horse Girl, girl Copter. And then, you, yeah, like, oh, I love it. I love it so much. Oh God, man! I, I, those those the days where I had to listen to Morning Zoo Crew because the cubicle one more one spot over would have that kind of crap on too loud. Oh God. Nobody told I them never, to turn it off. I never worked a single place that wouldn't let me have headphones. <sighs> and in one place that I worked, it was like. You're, you're not supposed to. We don't make it a hard and fast rule. It was like the pieces of flair from Office Space. It was like, you're not supposed to have headphones. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. I'm where, I have headphones. I don't like any of you here. Um. So I, anyway, um, because uh, Grayson Waller says, you guys get the hell out. It's otherwise, it's not a fair fight if you're out here. Um. They leave. Uh, Grayson and, Waller, who a month and a half ago had a security guard that followed him. It's it's it, 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 he's a, he's he's a, he's a heel. Um, he and he and Briggs have a match, and then it's a match, and then um, Robert Stone and Sophia Cromwell come out, and then out of nowhere is Von Wagner up on the apron. Now here's the thing: as soon as um, Briggs threw. Grayson Waller out of the ring. I I like 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 Nostradamus. I predicted everything that happened afterwards because then he turns because around. His finisher requires him to leave the ring. Yeah. So it's Joe so Joe stupid. like double vest. You should never ever throw Grayson Waller out of the ring because you're just helping him do his finisher. Do um, you think his ring smarts were stored in his other vest? Yeah. Answer Perhaps. The Perhaps. It's it's a very it's a very uh, distinct possibility. So uh he turns around and there's Von Wagner on the apron and he tries to kick him off. Uh and then he turns around from that and right into Grayson Waller's run, jump through the ropes, somersault, pop-up, stunner thing that he does, and he can only do it from that particular way. It's ridiculous. So Grayson Waller. Has to win via distraction versus half of a tag team called Double Vest of the Beach. And I remind you, Grayson Waller was the guy they said, this dude, we're strapping a rocket to this dude. Let's AJ make sure he Styles. takes out Johnny Gargano. And then he's going to feud with AJ Styles. And in a few months, he's going to need help to beat Double Vest. <laughs> um, and then after after he got uh, laid out by, by Von Wagner... Uh, uh, the beach came out and tore open his shirt 
to show that he means business. Yes, you do. <laughs> and then and then Von Wagner thought better of it, and he and Stone and Cromwell all left. Um, and that was it. I can't think of a more stuck in the mud thing on NXT than Von Wagner, Robert Stone, and Sophia Cromwell. I don't know what where are we going with this, people? What what is this innate of? Where are we moving toward? What is what is the end game for Von Wagner and crew? That's Von Wagner, the girl that points, yeah. and a manager who manages losers. I don't know, man. <laughs> um, Mark Quill says, would you be big Grayson Waller fans if no. he admitted nope. on NXT that he watched Sour Graps and enjoyed Team Kalex? Define big yeah, and define big Grayson Waller fans and fan of what? Yeah, like, fan of him as a dude or fan of what's on my television because that's not going to change. I, I, I just, I just don't think that what they're doing with him right now works. Do I think it's better than what they were doing with him as a babyface? Yes. Yeah. That's how bad the babyface run was. It's not his fault specifically. I think he could actually do some good stuff. As a character, this is not it. So this is not it. This is not it. Definitely should work heel. Really good at selling. Does some good stuff in the ring. Yeah. Nothing that I've seen that I'm like, not what I see in Braun Breaker and Carmelo Hayes. I'll put it that way. I don't see yeah. that piece of it yet. I think they got real weird about hot shotting some people in the reboot. Von Wagner, way worse of a hot shot than Grayson yeah. Waller. Yeah. way way worse yeah um but of course i'm a fan of if he said it in a super chat huge fan yeah you give us you give us money huge fan huge fan uh <laughs> eddie Rebe says if simone johnson goes by pebbles von wagner should be her bam bam because he already looks like a shaved caveman i don't want von wagner near that poor girl the Nerd Guru says, I heard Simone's father has arms that are too short to box with God. You heard correctly. That's true. Part-timing son of a bitch, <gasps> taking the belt off of CM Punk for no reason for a few um, that never needed it. Yep. Um, so, uh, Cora Jade. Can't skateboard! No, she can't. But she's able to beat Electra Lopez. That's I, I'll, I'll say that. I'll say that. I'm are saving... You- I'm saving the best thing on the entire show for near the end of. Okay, of the that's day. what I was gonna ask. I'm, no, I'm saving it. Don't worry, I won't. I will, I'll go back to it. It's it. We'll talk about it. Um, you know what I'll say about Core Jade? I, I'm starting to think that she and Roxy are friends. What do you think? Uh it's um, it's dicey. Like I'm not. I'm not sure. Like I. I I think I think they may have used to be, but I'm not sure if they still have that connection. What anymore. what their current status yeah. is? Yeah, I I just don't I don't know. Also, I I I I feel like they may be false friends. Like they're not actually really friends. Uh, they're leaning into it pretty hard. Uh, so they I never trust. Sure me. are. I never trust anything that WWE tells me. So um, so anyway. Uh, she's able to beat Electra Lopez because uh, because she, she does because they're going to keep her stronger than Electra Lopez, I guess. Losing uh, important matches but uh, winning all the other ones, a i e a babyface in WWE. Um, Correct. So, okay, I got to. I just got to clear something up. 
Everybody loves AJ Lee. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Anybody who was their age that was watching wrestling at the time loved AJ Lee because she was the first thing that was in a bathroom break automatically for women's wrestling in years on that show. So uh hold on a second. Plus she had a really cool finisher. That Black yeah. Widow was dope. Hold on one second. I wanted to see when this was okay. Oh, really? Really? I had no idea it was that old. Um Rock Roxanne Perez. Um did a little like this is why I can't wait to win the women's breakout tournament, which I thought the finals of that were gonna be at the pay-per-view. Like that's that makes more sense to me than than not. Like what I don't even remember what the whole card is. Are there like five matches on the show and that's it? I guess that's a takeover, right? But this is these aren't takeovers, so um, like, nobody knew that this was this weekend or that hell of a cell was this right, nobody knew people I, all of my timeline were like what the heck this is this is happening like oh in uh, your house is, this weekend what is going on um so um Roxanne Perez talks about how they show film of her talking to like Brie Bella and Natty at like a little like like a walk in the little the line uh she's got braces she's 13 years old she's all of my friends were watching Pretty Little Liars and Stranger Things, um, but I was watching Raw and SmackDown. I wanted to be Michelle McCool. And I was like, was Pretty Little Liars on at the same time as Michelle McCool still being in the thing? And apparently, yes, from 2010. I, I thought it was a much more recent show. But oh, whoa, wait, wait, Stranger Things. When was the first season of Stranger Things? I just love finding like people not you actually love, doing their homework. I, I love it. I love, love it. it. 2016. No way she was like, my friends are all watching Stranger Things, but I want to watch Michelle McCool. No, no, you weren't watching Michelle McCool in 2016 because she was not wrestling. I, you know why? Because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not finding fault with her. I'm finding fault with the terrible writers who should not be being paid to not do their own research when they write monologues for people. Not stuff that's extremely simple to Google either. It's so easy. Like I Googled, look how fast that was. Look how yeah, fast that was. You did it on that air. Yeah, you know, whatever. Um, I, I like Roxy. I don't think they should make her lie about the shows that her friends were watching instead of wrestling. That's just a weird thing for him to do. Um, I got to say, that falls on her a little bit, too. You should push back on that. If you get that written for you, you should be like, I don't think you maybe, realize how decades work. <laughs> maybe she trusts the people who are writing things for okay, her well, to have done their research. Okay, well, now she's an idiot. So now it's on her because she's... I know she's very young, but if you've watched the show at all, they've pretended that Charlotte Flair never tapped out, and they're going to do that even more yeah. when Sasha's um, yeah. contract yeah. expires. Hey, um, guess what? Yeah. There's a couple more details about that story on Fightful Select that you can yeah. subscribe to, which is $5 yeah. a month. Also mm -hmm. continuing, evolving story uh, about MJF, obviously. So that's getting continuous updates. Go over there. I don't think we plugged that at the top of the show. Yeah. Yeah, do that. Do do the thing. The, what you said. Yeah. Um, uh, so, so anyway, uh, Roxy. Born very, account Kate says. She's so, so happy to be in WWE. And she's so, she loves Cora Jade, her best friend, her sister, so much. Which just seems like... Um, Cora Jade might be used in a storyline to get uh, a, a Roxanne Perez to not be playing around anymore. Like if Toxic Attraction beat the hell out of Cora Jade, then 
then maybe that's what makes Roxanne Perez angry enough to finally take out Mandy Rose. It just feels like they're leaning so hard to the Cora Jade thing that they're like going to use it for some reason along those lines. I feel like it's going to be a tag team where one of them turns on each other. My thinking is that's what they do with every tag team. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> So, uh, so, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's funny. Um, Ellie, Ellie knows that being best friends is nothing. Being for the ruckus is everything. So, um, Storm and Norm says, will Solo Sokoa's main roster name be Jerry Uso? The trio would be Jimmy, John, and Jerry. Now I want a sandwich. Still no, it'll, juicy it'll, SGS. Um, no, it'll be like Jose. It'll be even worse. Um, and and uh, uh, Ivy Nile should be in a tag in a trio with Sonya Deville and Ronda Rousey, a ladies' version of the BCC. Too bad Vince hates wrestling and all of us. May Gabagool be with you. Thank you, Storm and Norm, for sending it in. Um, with your spirit. You can't leave Shayna Baszler out of that. If we're gonna no, Shayna needs to be in that too. Uh, she really does. Um, Biff Abernathy says, showing up late, did not watch NXT, but just saw Top Gun, Maverick, and highly recommend. Taking a safe assumption, I had a better time doing that than I would sitting at home watching NXT 2.0. It's a safe assumption. I would say it's watching NXT assumption. is more like flying into the danger zone than this movie. It's like it was like a highway. To the danger zone. Um, I went to the danger zone. A lot of singing um, tonight. A lot of singing. Um, Wesley's getting um, interviewed backstage, and he's like, "What? Why would I? Why would I want this match with Zion Quinn? I've been waiting around for it for for weeks. Finally, I get my match. I have to have it tonight, or he's going to pull his throw his back out, getting out of bed tomorrow." Um, and then Sanga walks up. He says, um, "Uh." This, why did they give Sanga the gimmick they should have given Veer? Like, I don't understand Veer, the guy in the suit who's like very affable. Like, that's basically what they should have done with Veer, but no. Um, but he says, uh, I, I know you, you can beat me. You're not 10 feet tall, but you have a giant heart. And I thought, hey, I like babyface Sanga. This actually works because Chris Pereira says, I don't, don't know why, and he hasn't really done anything, but babyface Sanga is growing on me, lol. I'm I'm not there yet. (laughs) I I don't understand what a baby face security brute guy is. No, uh, and I totally get that part. I'm just saying uh, you you never see a giant foreign um, wrestler in WWE's pay that that gets to be nice. That gets to be nice and also erudite. Like he, he, like he, you could tell he's been schooled. In he probably went to Oxford or something, and he wears suits, and he gets to be a nice person. Like that's not allowed. Like they don't do that. So like maybe they do it with somebody little, but never somebody big. No, they, it's the 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 size makes them crazy and, and angry. Of course, yeah. That is uh, the. This is a better character for sure. I just don't get. Because of everything you just said, I don't understand where they're going to go with it. Also, you can be nice 
if you're big and foreign, but you also then have to be a goofball. Yes. See Shanky deciding to become a dancer last week on SmackDown. Don't ever show Vince you're funny. That's all. Look at Riddle. Yeah. Um. So uh, Wesley has his match with Zion Quinn, and he uh, wins because he's he's quick. He dodges uh, a running clothesline and does a does a schoolboy, but it's like the way he got into it. I'll forgive. Um, yeah, it, it was a good it one. Was, it wasn't it wasn't via distraction or, or anything like he he won with a roll up but there was a storyline reason for it i just think wesley's good enough to just beat zion quinn who i don't really think is that good of a wrestler like i think that 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 wesley should be able to beat that guy i'm sorry that that you have a hang up vince that wesley is smaller than zion quinn so he has to like trick him into losing no 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 we're not doing that wesley is great. Yeah. Uh, I'm very in on your have him tag with Ricochet idea. I love that. This actually, he's, Wesley is definitely better than Zion Quinn. This was a better match from Zion Quinn. I, yes. I feel like this was definitely stronger. I don't think that's a coincidence by any yeah. means. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I liked this. I agree. It was a little bit, um, too protected of a finish, but if that's what I'm complaining about in an NXT match, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Quinn, Mark Will says, all my friends were watching Friends, and I was watching Best Friends Wrestle. That's why I am the best wrestle friend. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching Angel, or everyone was watching Angelica's Castle. I was watching Dalton Castle. That's why I'm the queen. Um, Remember Angelica's yeah. Castle? Underrated. Uh, no, I, I never watched Angelica's Castle. What? I don't even know what that is. You don't? Uh, no. no, is it Eureka's Castle? Oh. Eureka's Castle. It's Eureka's Castle. Oh, okay. Who's Angelica? Eureka's Castle slapped. For someone who is as big of a Muppets guy Eureka's as you are. Eureka's Castle? What is that? Oh my gosh. What is Eureka's Castle? <gasps> Maybe it's the next thing we're going to watch and get the flick out of here. Uh, what is Eureka's Castle? You can look it up. Nobody wants to talk about what it. Is, what is Eureka's Castle? Oh, with, it, with two E's? What is what is this? Oh my goodness. What is this? How do you not remember it? With Magellan, no, the big dragon? No, no. So, so it aired on Nick Jr. from 89 to 91 when I was 12. Okay, so I was I, was, I wasn't watching, wasn't watching Nick Jr. when I was twelve. So, so that well, neither was my sister, but she knows because of me. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. You don't so remember that, this Magellan dude? I have no freaking clue what you're talking Quagmire? about. Quagmire, ah, uh, good times. Good I know, times. I know Quagmire. I know Quagmire. Giggity, giggity, Quagmire. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't know this, this Quagmire. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what that is. I, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh man, I remember the intro. It slapped. It was it was good stuff. Um, Better anyway. than NXT. <laughs> Made more sense than send, NXT. Send in, send in, send in, send in all, all the shows that I that I am supposed to know and see if I know them. Every single one. David and, the Gnome. Sending your humper chats and sour and set and super chats about whatever the hell I'm supposed to know and let's see if I know about them. 
David um, the Gnome. Do you remember David the Gnome? Do you not know David the Gnome? I have no idea what this is. If it's if it's a similar age group thing from a similar time in history, I'm telling you, I wasn't watching children's shows then. I feel like it was like the same, you know, Captain Planet. I know Captain Planet. Okay, well, he's our hero and going to take pollution down to zero. So I would certainly right. hope so. The yeah. final episode of it was 1986, David the Gnome. So I feel like uh, you should know it. Maybe. David giggity, giggity, giggity goo. All right. <laughs> says Jake Salazar. Um, so uh, what what's happening? Um, so yeah, Wesley won. Um, and, we ask ourselves that every time we're on the stream. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, Roxanne Perez uh, says uh, somebody says uh, Shocky Twenty Nine says they probably think a Roxy and Cora story could be the new Gargano and Champa without understanding what made that story so special. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe that's, you know, I don't know. I feel like Roxy is being like, I think she's going to win the title, have a really short reign and get called up to the main really fast. Yeah. Really fast. Yeah, they, they need they need stuff up there that's not what they're currently doing. I mean, like, they could actually... They need women. They like... need women, but they didn't actually be able to write for the women that are up there currently as well. Also true. Um, so there's a Gacy and the Druids promo. Good, 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 Gacy and the Druids, and uh, and I, I, I don't know, I don't know what this is, I don't know what I'm supposed to, like. He does a whole thing, like he does a whole recap of like, ah, it began when he was very young. Oh, in your house, because it began in his house when he would sit at home watching his father wrestle on TV with his brothers, and then they would fight each other, and then the father would come home and he would say, "Good, keep fighting because this is what." Things should do. Ah, this is how I hold my hands because I am evil. Only evil people hold their hands this way. I'm Joe Gacy. And then at the end of my promo, I shall laugh like this. <laughs> this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Um, Honestly, you have, a, you have a better evil laugh than Joe Gacy, I'm not going to lie. 
Mark Quill says, Diet Wyatt being at his Diet Wyattiest tonight when rumors of actual Bray Wyatt's return to wrestling in <laughs> just seems fitting. It's like trading in a busted down PS3 for a PS5 that may or may not be a scam via a hacked Twitter. That's that's great. That's great. Uh, <laughs> that is extremely accurate. Yeah. Um, I just don't understand why we're running this back because I don't understand really why it happened in the first place. Yeah. It was like, this is about a kidnapping and a Hall of Fame ring and also the title. And now it's like, and we're running it back for a reason. And I love also that we say, he's like, how do I know all of this about you? Well, your father told me. So, so they're saying Rick Steiner's a snitch. He was like, <laughs> he broke under pressure. Like, tell was me. Was he all getting about... tortured while he was kidnapped? Like, yes, he was kidnapped for like forty-five minutes. <laughs> so I understand what all this was. Hey, you know um, how I know Joe Gacy is evil? How's that? Because this is what Grizzled Young Vets are doing. <laughs> I mean, I think it's them. It's them, right? It's like, them. I think it's them. It's weird they haven't re- revealed them yet, but probably during the match. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess. And then Braun Breaker watches the thing and he's talking. He's like, uh, man, you know, I don't even know. I don't know what's going on. And then there's the, the girl here he's talking to. And then the lights start to flicker and, and they play Joe Gacy's laugh over the loudspeaker. And he goes, where are you, Gacy? Where are you? You want to do this now? Come on. And I was like, I don't know. Where do you... Where do you this think is you so corny. Like, I want, I want, I want Braun. I want Bronson to like take somebody aside when they give him the script for this and go, where am I supposed to think Joe Gacy is? Am I supposed to think he's in the ceiling? Where am I supposed to think that the flickering lights are coming from? Like, I'm supposed to. I think it was like supernatural. Have we introduced supernatural qualities about Joe Gacy yet that he can control the lights in a room or like astrally project his laugh? Why are we doing this? Like, I know he's young, but like you should have more respect for yourself when they hand you a script like this. Cause this was bad. And then he picks up a television, the one he was watching it on and was about to smash it and then decides, no, I'm going to be a better man than this and not smash this television. He says, Oh my God. It was so, so bad. I feel so bad for Braun that he's had to do this kind of crap. I like, this is your golden boy. Like this is this is their prized possession, and they're like, you know what? He's not gonna understand how light switches or gravity works. <laughs> He's gonna look for Joe Gacy up in the clouds, I say. Yep. Up in the rafters. Is he sting? What is happening? Um, no, this is terrible. I have no interest in the rematch at all. Uh Braun Breaker doesn't even feel like an important thing on the show right now when he has the title. This is this is terrible. This is yeah. awful. Yeah. Um, Shockey 29 says, when a face-to-face with Gacy and his druids, just remember what old Jack Burton says at a time like that. 
Sorry, been in a big trouble mood lately. Oh, big, oh, big, big trouble in Little China. Uh, now I know what you're talking about. Yeah, old Jack Burton. That's right. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I just I feel really bad about this uh, thing. Um, you know what? What with Braun Breaker, they had magic. You know, they, they, they did. They did have it, and. I think part of it was yeah. his physique. That guy eats a lot of protein. He does. So where do you think the magic comes from? Do you think it comes from, I don't know, a protein-packed cereal that he starts his mornings with? That's possible. If only there was a way to get more details about such a thing. Good news, Magic Spoon fans. You know, one of those flavors you loved growing up? Honey Nut. It's there. Magicspoon.com. They have it. It's delicious. I ate it this morning. It's wonderful. If you're trying to eat better, but healthy breakfast is kind of boring to you, Magic Spoon has you covered. It's got those amazing flavors like Honey Nut, but without all the bad stuff. It's great as a snack throughout the day as well. Zero grams of sugar, 13, 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs in each serving, and only 140 calories per serving. Keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and you can build your own box. Available flavors include cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, cookies and cream, maple waffle, blueberry, cinnamon, and honey nut. It's going to be added permanently? Honey nut is added permanently? What are you waiting on? Magicspoon.com slash Fightful. Grab a custom bundle. Use our promo code Fightful to save $5 on your order. And how about this? They're so confident that you're going to like it. They've got a money-back guarantee. So if you hit them up and say, I don't like delicious cereal, they'll say, all right, here's your money back. Magicspoon.com slash Fightful. it you were muted and then 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 you unmuted yourself and i am unmuted you and what'd you say <laughs> no uh, that was just me screwing with you i said sean rossap was here to tell us all about a protein packed breakfast you know what else he would tell you about if he were here right now other what, than what you, so what, what many stories what would he say he would say hey guys i work really hard all week so that you can get the most breaking news in all of professional wrestling. Mm -hmm. And if you want to support us, a great way to do that would be to go to FightfulSelect.com. Except he would do some like jobber entrance to GCW thing and be like, I'm going to mm -hmm. need $5 from all of you right now. But yeah. that man worked real, real hard this weekend. <laughs> so if you can, go to FightfulSelect.com and subscribe. Mark Quill says, Joe Gacy out here being Fakina. I don't know what that means. Neither do I. I was hoping you did. <laughs> I, if it's a DC Marvel situation, I know very little. I don't know what Fakina is. I feel bad. Um, is it like Athena? He's not Upper Moon. He's a fake. Fake Athena. Fake Athena. That feels wrong, Mark. Mark, well, you're way off base. He I don't, doesn't, I don't, he doesn't I don't, feel I don't, like Athena at all. I don't know what this is at all. <laughs> um. Uh. <laughs> fake fakna fakna oh vakna i i i watched the first season of stranger things and i liked it but i haven't watched any of the other seasons please no spoilers in the chat um okay so how much stranger do the things get 
I don't like, know. I'm assuming in season one, it's like these things are pretty strange. I I I, I liked it the first one because it felt like Goonies because all the kids were young. That's what I heard. Now, now they all look like they're like like juniors in college, <laughs> and I'm like, it doesn't feel nearly as cute anymore. So, yeah. Wow, you hate things that aren't children. Uh, so, so, so anyway, <laughs> um, we got the women's champion summit, which, um, which taught, which taught me, uh, two things. Wendy Chu is very special yes. and can, and can, and can get, uh, anything over with a minimum of dialogue, which is hard to do. She fully commits to this ridiculous bit they've given her. She's really special, and she's never going to realize how specially she is under this uh, in this company because they're just there. She's here's what she's going to do. Here's here's her ceiling. Fifteen time twenty four seven champion. Ugh. That's her ceiling in this company. Tell me I'm wrong because that's with the, the un, un, unfortunately uh, uh, with, with Vince in charge with the current gimmick. Yes, but. She has also shown us 5,000-year-old dragon lady. So, yeah, as you like, said, that's a ton of range. I feel like the problem... I feel like she could win a women's championship, but the yeah. problem is it would go the way of, like, Nikki A.S.H., you know what I mean? Yeah. <sighs> or, like, a better example would be Otis. She would get there, they would strike while the fire's hot, and then they would just throw it off a cliff. Yeah. Um, so, uh, the other thing I learned is that Caden Carter can cut a promo. I didn't know she could cut a promo. This was, I don't remember the, I don't remember the, the, I mean, like, it wasn't like set the world on fire, but compared to some of the women they have on the main roster currently, she's the rock. Like, like, like I'm, I'm, she's not great, but a, a solid seven out of 10 is so much better than some of the things that they got on going on on the, on the main roster. Right so now. sad that that's their version of The Rock. I mean, but like, she's. It doesn't it. matter if you think she is. Um, this was good. She, first of all, whoa, elephant in the room, Alex. Mandy's hair is a lighter shade of brown. Does that mean she's an entirely different person now? Does it mean she's a tweener because she's between hair colors? I think she means she's an alien. Um, I've been, I've been well, watching more more of ancient aliens. I was um, gonna say there's a lot there. Um, so I, I, I thought that that like like as soon as they they took the mic out of Katana Chance's hands and let Caden Carter start talking, I was like, oh, I like I like this team. Why do I like this team? Oh, it's because I like you. It's because I like you. Um, I don't I don't like Katana Chance. Um, but, uh, I, I was like, you know what? Do it, do it. I like, could, like, um, I think that Caden and Katana chance should win on Saturday. And then I think, um, uh, that Roxy should win the, ch the, the, the breakout women's championship and she should cash. She should like cash in ahead of time. So she should win it and say, I'm using this to beat. Randy Rose next week on on uh, NXT, and then you have her win that match, and then you call up all of Toxic Attraction as a unit together. 
put them on the main roster, let that thing go. That's going to go over like gangbusters on the main roster. Everybody loves that kind of crap. Um, so yeah, people, people are going to love it. Do that. Do that. Have Max Dupree in his male modeling agency and then have the hot girl faction. Yeah, there you go. Um, they'll all end up dating because they have to. Yeah. Uh, I, li- I like that idea. I don't know if they'll do it, but I like that idea. I feel bad for Wendy, too, because she's great, and she's not going to win the title. There's no chance. She has, no she, way. She has less than zero chance of winning the title on, on Saturday. Um, but she says uh, the whole thing, every time Mandy Rose just starts talking, she just goes, sign the contract. Oh, it was so good. I, I, my notes just say, Wendy Chu gets me. <laughs> Wendy, Wendy Chu is all of us. That's, yes. that, that's, that's what it is. Um, yeah. I, I think, I think it. I, and like the, our most genuine expressions of us, like most of us would rather be napping and want to get a contract signing over with. Yeah. <laughs> she, um, anyway, there's a brawl thing, kind of, they flip the table, whatever. Then the table is unflipped and Mandy Rose is laid on top of it. And then Wendy Chu goes through Mandy Rose on top of the table. So that's, that's gonna that. happen. That's that. But man, I, I do think Wendy Chu is special. I just don't think they're actually going to do anything about it. Um, She's great. Unfortunately. Uh, you know who I actually like more than I th- thought I ever would? Tiffany Stratton. Yeah. I actually thought this little, like, this little promo <laughs> she cut, she, again, the bit is stupid as hell, but she is really committing to it. And that will always make me respect you as the performer. They gave you something like this that's crap, but you're saying, how can I make this work? How can I authentically play this character? And like she has all of her own personal lingo down, like all of it's really well done. I, I, I really enjoyed how she played this character here. Do I think she's as good as the uh, E-Drones thinks that she is in the, re- in the ring? No, I don't. But she's not terrible. There's a lot of women who are much worse. Um, so good for her that she's actually sinking into this role some more. I think that if they don't call her up too soon and, and let her sink into this uh, character for like a full year, she may be in a position to be one of the top heels in NXT. Uh, by the end of 2023, you know, so. she's someone who's developing in front of us. Like it's it it's what developmental is supposed to do. She was given this template and she's filling it in, mm-hmm. and that's great. Like it's good to see. I actually, it's gross to admit this out loud, mm-hmm. but I kind of like the her and Grayson Waller dating kind of thing because it gets him away from mm-hmm. um the like posturing a little bit uh-huh. and gives him something a little more to do. And with her, like, I don't know, it just works. It makes sense to me. So um I, I kind of like that of all, the, of all the horniness that's going around, that yeah. one makes some sense to me. I kind of like it. Um yeah. And she, yeah, she's getting a little bit better every week, which is uh-huh. what you hope to see at this level. That's right. And she's only been training for a very short amount of time. Yeah, she's. I'm. I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt to get better. Look, I it's think not it's... an easy crossover from tennis into wrestling. It's not she... like going from MMA. Do you remember how she was a tennis player to start with, and they were like, 
wait a minute, she's actually a shoot gymnast. Maybe we should make her a gymnast instead. Let's never mention the tennis playing ever again. I swear they've like they could literally just hire a bunch of chimps to do creative and they they do just as well. It is the South Park Manatee Idea Balls. Um DJ show. Page says that he changed the channel and didn't go back after the Lollipop Guild line. They had JC Jane, I believe it was, called Casey and Caden or Katana and Caden. The Lollipop Guild. Which I get is like a well-known um reference but it is also from from a movie that is now like 80 years old so it's which just, is perfect for their core audience yeah true i remember i saw that the wizard of Oz in the theaters 12 times i mean it was the only thing playing in the theaters uh but I, also i had never seen color color on film before and that was the time where we were fighting the the at that Oh, it was terrible. Father was away in the war, and we had to watch The Wizard of Oz. And I, I remember I liked The Tin Man. Um, uh, I don't know what the heck I'm doing anymore, guys. You're, um, you're, you're trying to do something NXT is not, which is be entertaining. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for, inc- thank you for, for, thank you for including trying in there. Because I don't know well, if I was successful. Succeeding. I don't know if I was being oh, successful. Oh, I love the old man voice. The old man voice and your movie narrator voice, I feel like, should be around to stay with our um, cast of characters. Uh, so, remember how we thought it would be hilarious? That whole time I was like, Are, is this Linda's ninth husband? But I don't know how old Linda is. Literally in my head, I was like, is this is this a couple? Is this an uh, NXT 2.0 after show couple? That's either that's either uh, Linda's uncle or Linda's nephew. I'm not really sure <laughs> uh, who that is. Um, but anyway, uh, um, so uh, remember how we were thinking, oh, wouldn't it be funny? I mean, wouldn't it be hilarious if, uh, if Thea Hale was going to pick a college? On 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 the air. Wouldn't it be hilarious if she picked Chase U? Wouldn't that be hilarious? And the answer is no, it wouldn't. Apparently, it wouldn't be hilarious because we saw it tonight and it wasn't hilarious. It was it was uh, it was cringe. It was it was it was mortally cringe. It's the cringiest because she turned down like Notre Dame for it. And Alabama and North Carolina, which I'm pretty sure were just hats people had in their lockers oh, in the sure. locker room. Like, sure. or, or somebody went to Lids and said, hey, what are the three most popular colleges you have here at Lids? And they were like, um, these ones are pretty popular. And they just did that. I'm actually going to let this play out a little bit. Because I think it's funny that they did it. But overall, I hate Chase U. But okay, it's funny that they did it, but the 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 execution was terrible, and that's well because it was like she was getting drafted. That was the weird part. Like the Chase U reaction shot was so weird. Yeah, it was. It was. It was so weird. And also, like, I don't know, why are you so excited? Why are you Andre Chase and you Bodie Hayward? And all of you extras in your Chase U shirts, why are you so excited? This is just a student coming to your university. 
I don't understand what you get out of it. I guess tuition money, tuition. but like, I suppose. There, did, she's it, extremely smart. They said she's Ivy League smart. Yeah, she they she, got, she, she graduated a, with a four point oh. representative for Chase U. Yeah. yeah. Um. So anyway, good. I mean, good for the good for the kid. Um. I. I hope this isn't a shoot in that I hope she actually is going to college somewhere, even remotely, and not banking on this friggin' company. Why? It's um, so stable and they treat people so well. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so we got three more things to talk about. Let's let's talk let's talk about Giovanni Vinci. This this is absolutely Fabian Eichner now. We know this for a fact. Because in the little narration of this woman saying, um, uh, Fabian Eichner, uh, he doesn't say this, like, he is a man who has left his past in his rearview mirror and is now behind the wheel of his life driving solo. And I was like, oh, so he's Fabian Eichner. And I was like, that's fine and everything. Um, but uh, we still haven't seen him yet. We've seen him, you know, they literally say, like, he is the epitome of the word sportsman in that he knows how to ski. <laughs> I just love that that's the only thing that makes a guy a sportsman is whether or not he's very fast at skiing. It's true. Because they literally said he is the, he is the greatest sportsman. And then they say he skis. And then they don't give any other examples of why he is a sportsman. And I just thought, oh, okay, that's fine. That's it. Um, so uh, I, I loved, um, I loved this uh, because now I get to, and um, now I get a fantasy book, all the things about Giovanni Vinci. Um, one of one of which is that um, he has, like, I, let's Vince, like, give it to me, like, I want. It's going to be bad either way. Whatever they do with it is going to be bad. So make it the bad that I want. Make it like hilariously bad. Make it like um, they, they Fabian Eichner comes out and speaks Italian. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like speak real Italian. And what do you mean speak real Italian? You know, I talk like a these. <laughs> and, and it's like, oh, okay. So they, and, but then like, no, 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 no. You're supposed to be bad. You're a bad guy. So speak like a bad guy Italian. Like, I don't know what that is. And then they just show him, they make him see, watch, watch film of Wario and Waluigi. Like, ha ha, I am going to take all of your coins. Ha ha And that's what I want. I basically, I need, I need Fabian Eichner to be Waluigi. I, I want Legato and him and Tony D to have a, like, Spider-Man spot. Yeah. I don't know how he gets mixed in with that other than being Italian. Like, I guess give him two other jobbers. If his first words out of his mouth are not, it's a me, I will be so upset. What if they're, I'm the Don? It's a me. It's a me. Giovanni Vinci. Ah, I like to eat the steak. You already spoke the Chase You thing into existence. Let's calm <laughs> down. I will be so shoot happy if they, if they like, listen. I, I will mug Fabian you. I, I will break I, into your new home and I will mug you. There is zero chance this is going to be good. Fabian Eichner's great. 
there is zero chance this is going to be good. So if it's going to be bad, I want it to be the worst thing ever so I can make fun of it. That's what I want. <laughs> what if he's just like a fashionable, cool guy? Um, That's uh, a sportsman skier, man. I mean, but that's also bad. He's boring as hell. Like, look at the fancy suits I wear. I'm also Italian. Is boring. Like, if he's Waluigi, at least that's funny. I mean, Legato's not like a. I mean, now he is because of the stable. <laughs> but like, he's mostly a cool dude that wears suits. But he's just charismatic as hell. They've and... already got one of those. Is the thing is that the experience becomes redundant. I guess perhaps, perhaps. I mean, like, if they were going to call up Santos, they should have done it a long fucking time ago. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, anyway. So this, I, I, I love Fabian Eichner. It makes zero sense to me why he's not still with Imperium right now. Especially for whatever the hell this is. You know, so they've also like got, like... The thing Cameron, is, I could see him as a solo star, but he's not big enough for them. Like physically right. big enough for them. Yeah. So then why wouldn't he be somebody's henchman? Like this, that makes no sense. Here, like here's what this is the perfect time for them to introduce Giovanni Avinci is after Tony D'Angelo wins the North American Championship from Cameron Grimes and turns it into the Italian American Championship. You wanted so bad. And then we get a real Italian coming out and saying that's a disgrace to our people. I, I think there's a really awesome feud in there if you want to do it, but they don't want to do it. It would be very fun if they were fighting for Italy in America, in Florida. <laughs> there are so many retirees uh, in Florida with the last name Pagliacci or whatever. <laughs> I'm um, just thinking of like this crowd that goes into business for themselves oh, yeah. all the yes. time. How funny oh, that would be. Yeah. Um, so here's the next thing. I'll, I'll save the actual main event for the main event of this thing, too. We get the Tony D'Angelo and Legato del Fantasma, uh, Fantasma meet, meet and greet. Um, it's on a boat. It's on a boat. It's on a boat-ass boat. Um, Not on Natalia. No. But uh, but on a boat. On an actual boat. Um, it's on <laughs> like a yacht. Yacht. It's on a yacht, which I, which I really wish they had either stacks or... Or two dimes go, hey boss, this is a pretty good yakut. Like yeah, that, that missed, like, missed opportunity. Missed opportunity. And like, oh you, you idiot! It's pronounced yacht. Like, <laughs> like that would been that would have been just some of the best, like, the best comedic writing they've ever done. Um, I, uh, I, I liked this especially because, and again, they should have actually pointed this out. Um, so here comes Tony and his boys and they sit down. Um, and then from underneath, from like the cabins of the yacht, up comes Legato. It's, it's, it's Santos's yacht. And, and then one of the underlings of, of Tony, one of the, one of the Goombas goes, Hey, you're late. And like late. It's his boat. This is my boat. I was literally sitting in downstairs in the rec room playing pool in my yacht when you guys got here. 
where do you think we came from? Like, whatever. Um, and so uh, they have a sit down um, where they where they admit that all of their I respect you, still Santos. You got your thing. I'm gonna do my thing. But listen, above all, I respect you. And then Santos would be like, I respect you too. Uh, but they 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 dropped all that bullshit. They don't respect each other, which is good. This time it's personal. This time it's personal. Um, uh, and um, <laughs> and then um, Tony used to go, Nation Santos, you can tell my boys reaching for a fight, and I know yours are too. So how about we do a six-man tag at NXT in your house? Uh, and Electra being like, why? What is in it for us? He already beat you. Um, and two things that I love. I, I just, I love that they address the obvious things there. He already beat you. And then Tony D gets to say, hey, listen, we all saw what happened. Your man hit me in the face with the brass knuckles, which is true. And then Santos gets to say, since when do you care about the rules? Which is also true. I love that both guys get to make points that are true. And I don't get to argue with either of them. Because they're both true, even though they're opposing viewpoints. That Santos did cheat. not going to fly on the main roster, my friend. <laughs> Santos, <laughs> Santos did cheat. But also, Tony D'Angelo always cheats. So, therefore, um, I thought this was all really good. And then, sent, and then Tony D goes... So here's what it is. Here's what's in it for you. So if you, if your guys beat me, then uh, the three of us are gonna be folded into the Legato's family. But if we beat you, then you have to be our underlings. Um, and now I'm honestly intrigued. This is this, this is like I I could see this honestly going either way. I thought they were gonna do listen. I know that you would like nothing more than to never see my mug around here again. So how about this? Six-man tag. Losers leave NXT. And we get the whole pie. Whoever wins. Um, I don't mind. I'll go back to Jersey or Chicago or Philly or whatever the hell I was originally from. I'll go back there. Start all over again. I don't care. Chicago, York. Yeah. Chicago, York, Philly. Um... I would be more excited for this if it wasn't obviously going to end in a disqualification then. If those are the stakes for this match, this is going to have a non-finish. There's no way it doesn't. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, like, the thing is, I, I could easily... If it was going to be a loser leaves NXT, then obviously Santos loses and gets called to the main roster. That 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 solves the problem right there. Um, but if it's a we-have-to-be-your-underlings thing... I don't know what's like what's like writing the the segments that come after that of Legato's having to be like Tony D's butler is funny. But also Tony D having to, having to having to like detail the cars for Santos is also funny. So I don't know which is the best way to come out of this. I I think you're right. They probably won't have the actual finish, but there can't be a disqualification. Because it's a six-man tag, so any like it's it's gonna be any any like you know it'll be I, it'll be some schmazzy non-finish. Yeah, maybe Fabian Eichner will come out. Yeah, uh, Mark Quill says that uh, Alex's Tony D voice is the cure for depression. It's true. Listen, I I like to do whatever I can to help anybody out with their mental health. 
Eh, wala kayong kaya mag-go. But their physical health. Yeah, no, that, that, I am a detriment to your physical health and a boon to your mental health. Um, so, uh, I'm all, I'm all for it. I, I, I kind of love the idea of either thing playing out besides the DQ. Which is why I, they'll give us neither. I just, I just want, I, I like Tony D and Santos together. I really, really do. I think there's, I think there's like, you could easily like, if you were these guys, like one of them actually was there. These guys belong in, uh, uh, uh in a, in a promotion like, um, Lucha Underground, which actually lets people have real, like full out, like outside of the ring lives and scenes and arcs that play out completely separate of their in-ring characters. Well, MLW ruined that for us, so that's mm-hmm. not going to be a thing mm-hmm. anymore. Um, yeah. yeah, I feel like Tony D wins. I feel like they're pushing him and, and probably Legato is just yeah. around to help put guys over. Yeah. So if there's a clean finish or a definitive finish, a finish, uh, I, I think it goes the way of Tony D unless, um, and you could still have so much fun with that too, because, um, you know, I think either way, if there's a clean finish, eventually the story gets to enough is enough. I'm not your underling. Like this continues, I think through the summer. Um, but I truly think that they will ruin everything and give us a non-finish. Yeah. Uh, as as per usual, Buster Elizabeth. Oh, uh, your 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 dog sent in uh, as a highly intelligent dog. This match won in a no contest when the students of Chase University beat both teams in a students against organized crime rally. He's a very smart dog. You wouldn't yeah. know it right now because he's no. laying in my doorway like an idiot. But and <laughs> <laughs> um, uh... super chatting, of course. So, uh, so then we get uh, Cameron Grimes versus Nathan Fraser, who's going to be called Fraser the Laser on the main roster. I guarantee it. Um, yep. Uh, and uh, we got Carmelo and Trick on commentary. Uh, this was this is good. I don't know how it's not going to be good. Um, ben Carter is really, really, really great at wrestling. Um, uh, I don't, I don't like. I mean. Uh, Chris Barrera says uh, Nathan Fraser is really good. Someone get him a gimmick ASAP because the all shucks new guy thing just isn't it for me. Um, yeah, I don't know what the hell that is, but uh, I do know that he had this awesome spot. Uh, it wasn't even really a spot. He was just sprinting for a suicide dive and was able yeah. to like stop himself by like rotating himself through the ropes to the outside without without hurting himself. I thought it was really cool. Like he was able to stop himself without stopping himself. Um, he's, he's really, really good. He's just really, really good. He's a good wrestler. He is. And he and Cameron Grimes had great chemistry. I felt like this whole match, um, for whatever reason tonight, like Carmelo and trick and commentary were not doing it for me. Like I, it just felt like, um, even when a character is on commentary, they're still supposed to be match focused, but interjecting themselves and their thoughts into it. This felt just so much of the like, I'm the A champ, I'm going to get my title back. Like it, it kind of actually took away from the match for me. And normally Carmel is pretty good at that stuff. So that was not awesome. Um, but the match was fantastic. 
I, I really, really liked this. Um, I don't know. Like, it's it's hard when it's NXT because I'm like, okay, so what's a guy like Nathan Frazier's ceiling then? Where Ricochet is right now? Like, I, they have a thing for big dudes and he's not a big dude. So what does that mean in the long run? Um, probably either you're in a tag team in a division that nobody cares about or um, you're just like lower mid card because simply because of your size and nothing to do with your ability. Yeah. Like uh, Ricochet is one of the most insane people in the world to watch. If that guy can't get yeah. over, like, man. Yeah. Uh, yep. I agree. Um, but Cameron Grimes wins with the with the uh with the cave in. And then Trick, I think, tries to attack and uh Cameron evades it and we go off the air with basically nothing happening, I think. Uh, and that's it. So I think Cameron Grimes probably retains and Carmelo might be on the main roster sooner than later. Um, I hope unless so. They, unless they decide they want him to take, to take, um, to take the title from Braun. Um, so Braun can go to the main roster. Um, it's, it's, a it's, um, it's, the cupboards are pretty bare with people they seem to actually want to do anything with. So yeah. I feel like it's it's mellow and it's brawn. I yeah. feel like on the women's side it's Roxy and hopefully Gigi and JJ. Um but man, it's not very good. Like I don't know. And for like they're pushing Von Wagner, but like they've even gotta see that like this guy is nothing more than right now, this guy is like basically just lariats. Yep. And throwing people into the rope. Like he's yeah. got nothing. Um, okay. So we made it through an episode of NXT, but we have people who want to talk about other things now. Of course. Uh, um uh Jake Salazar says he needs a Stokely and a Regal segment together. That is all. God bless Stokely for still making us money, even though he's not on the show anymore. Uh yes, no, that would be fantastic. AEW does acknowledge other places, so it might be fun of like a hey, I remember you type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, the only thing with the baddies is there's not another women's faction. They kind of hinted at the formation of one with Athena yeah. and Chris, so that could be really fun if they're gonna go into um that direction. Because I would, I've been for literally now years mm-hmm. saying like, why aren't there women's factions? There's men's staples all over AEW. So if, if that happens, that would be great. I think Smart Mark could maybe switch sides and you could have like a little bit of a, a face-off between well, them. Smart Mark will never work as a baby face. He's just too smarmy of a mark. Um I don't I just don't I just don't think it would work. I like him getting kicked to the curb and him finding somebody else to he can like he can focus on other people like he's already working with Nice and somebody else as well. Like he can get other things. I just don't think it would work as a baby face. That's fair. Um I, I would also like it, it, he's starting out with Jade. I think is is a great is a great thing. But I also think there's other other people that that Stokely could really help out. Like I st- I still think if, if you ever fully dissolve Team Taz, yeah, him and Sto- Hobbs, Stokely and Hobbs is a winning combination. Like like forever. Like like yeah. if Hobbs ever is carrying the big belt, and I think he should at some point in his career. The guy coming out to Paul Heyman for his Brock Lesnar 
should be should be friggin' Stokely Hathaway because that would be great. I've heard people say private party as well. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good call. Yeah. To me, Dante is like, uh, it's like the timing's just a little bit off because there was that whole story with Dante where he was getting yeah. chopped around to so many people. But yeah, um, yeah I, I think it's very good to not have an old white guy manager who's coming in and will feel very fresh and is not yeah. like a, a legend's past. I think that's going to be great. But yes, to the original Super Chat, he and Regal having a face-off in the ring would be fantastic. Austin, formerly the Hound, says, being MIA for a bit because of my sister's wedding week, but happy to be back with the SGS. Hope you all are doing well. Also, I hate Britt winning the Owen. Yeah, we talked about that for like an hour on our 74-hour post-show. Uh, that that was just an, um, an absolutely careless uh, booking, booking call on several fronts. But congratulations to your sister, and I hope you had a good wedding week. Mazel tov to your sister. Bored dude says this is for Eureka's Castle. I have a toy from it when I was from when I was a kid in the nineties. It still sits on my entertainment center. Tell us in the chat what toy it is. Is it is it the castle? Is it? It's probably Magellan. Magellan was the shit. I have no idea. I can't believe you don't know Eureka's Castle. Um, Eddie Rebe says Alex, remember Ghost Rider on PBS? I remember Ghost Rider with Nicolas Cage and that terrible uh, movie they made of that uh, awesome Speaking comic. of Nicolas Cage, <laughs> do you want to tell the people? Sure. Uh, uh, the episode of uh, Get the Flick Out of Here is going to be us reviewing the um, the Nicolas Cage movie from last year called Pig. It's weird. It's, it's real a we- weird. Weird movie. It's weird uh, and you liked it. It's weird and I think it's just weird. <laughs> I still don't know if I like I, it. <laughs> I have a I have a very soft spot for Nicolas Cage. So like I'll watch it and go like, what the hell is going on in your brain, you weirdo? Uh, uh, the uh, acting I, in it was very good. Yeah. The rest of it is weird. Very weird. Um, uh, Jake Salazar says AJ Lee and CM Punk are the greatest duo in wrestling history. Of like, of married uh, a couple, folk. yeah. Probably, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. (laughs) Little Matt flying around. I mean, you could make an, you could probably make an argument for Taker and McCool, but I think uh, McCool was a victim of the time that she was wrestling in. Yeah. Uh, Tom LaValle says, Happy Pride, everybody. Happy Pride, everybody. Happy Happy Pride. Pride. Happy Pride. The best way to celebrate Pride would be for Drew to get to take power bombs from Wardlow. That's for him. Yeah. Um, Jake Salazar <laughs> says, uh, not NXT related, but I mean, Snoop Dogg beat a, a, a beat a charge, so I'm pretty sure his lawyer could get uh, Sasha out of this BS contract, LOL. Buddy, I don't think she's going to have to get out of it. Like, it's up pretty soon, and her suspension is without pay, so I think it's just going to expire go. in a month or so, which is, Bye. I mean, yeah. just bonkers that they're letting her walk. And Naomi as well, but like Sasha especially. Shotkey29 says, sounds like that women's tag tourney didn't even get the standard three-week WWE push. Who'd have thunk it? Like when the news broke today, like apparently they're just going to scrap the whole plans for the tag titles. Um, that's the that's step one. Step two is wait a while. Step two is quietly move 
WWE Women's Tag Titles to the Retired Belts section of the website and never mention it again. So that was step one. Let's let's see how long step two lasts before step three inevitably happens. Step one is make underpants. How dare you? <laughs> I've made underpants gnomes, which is something from South Park, if you don't know references yes. on this podcast several times. Yes, no, it's true. But step three can't be profit if you let Sasha Banks go. That is an extremely fair argument. If part of the plan is allow Sasha Banks to walk, you are dumber. Cannot be profit. You are dumber than underpants gnomes. That's how dumb you are. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, so uh um Jake Salazar says, I won't watch the premium live event. That, that's how you have to say say it if they do the the uh SpongeBob meme where all the letters are successive lowercase uppercase. You have like, to say premium live event. So my money will be going to you two beautiful people instead. Oh, thank you, Jake Salazar. Uh, yeah, come hang out with us after uh, in your house. Uh, you can stay in your own house and yeah. watch us on YouTube uh, on Fightful Select, I believe. Um, uh, Drew says, "I love you, Kate, uh, for your suggestion oh. of being power bombed by by Wardlow." You're welcome, bro. Um, I said on on the Double or Nothing post show that. Uh, zombie gasoline wielding Eddie did something to me. There are certain people that feel the same way about Wardlow power bombs. So I'll just leave it at that. Yes. Yeah. Um. So, uh, we got a couple of things here in the chat for uh, in the in the, uh, the Humper chats uh, for uh, karaoke. Um. Okay. Hold on. Oh, hold on. Wait, what is it? I'll do it. Uh, I gotta get this up here. Okay. So, in honor of, in honor of Pride starting, Tom Lavalley says. Um, I love to hear Tony D'Angelo sing the beginning of La Vie Bohème from Rent. Are we packed? Yes, and by next week, I want you to be pokey. And you should see they padlocked your building and they're riding on Avenue B. Benny called the cops, that fuck. They don't know what they're doing. The cops are sweeping the lot, but no one's leaving. They're just sitting there mowing, yeah. Now way to make a living, masochism. Pain, perfection, muscle spasms, chiropractic, short careers, eating disorders, adventure, tedium, no family, boring locations, dark rooms, perfect faces, egos, money, Hollywood, and sleaze. Food of love, emotion, mathematics, isolation, rhythm, feeling, power, harmony, and heavy competition. Anarchy! Revolution, justice, screaming for solutions, forcing changes, risk and danger, making noise and making pleas, gobble goo. And with your spirit. Mm -hmm. uh, and the final one. Ricardo the Mark sends in a super chat. Wants Tony D to do the entire Golden Girls theme. I believe we've done this before. But we'll always do it again. But we're thankful that you're our friends. Yes. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Your heart is true. 
you're a pal and a confidant. And if you threw a party and invited everyone you knew, ooh, 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 you would see. The biggest gift would be from me. Hey, and the part of that would say, thank you for being a friend. Do, 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 do. Cabo. Um, <laughs> Mark Quill says, I think, I think Kate's takeover of Fightful is in full effect. With just how many podcasts she's been in for the past week or so. Not that I'm complaining, because Kate rules. Good night. Well, thank everyone. you. It was nine. I did nine. <laughs> um, too many. Eight of them on Fightful. One of them is a Wednesday night show. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is, I think, the shortest ever episode we've done of this show, Kate. I'm sad. There's nothing. There's uh, There's literally nothing. But, like, that's sad. Yeah. You know how hard it is for us to finish a wrestling review in an hour 45? That's really hard. If anybody wants to just talk about anything else, you can send in a super chat. Otherwise, I guess we'll just end early. Yeah. If you want to talk about Eureka's Castle and how it's a crime Alex hasn't seen it. I don't even know what it is. I can't really remember details. I think there was like a princess named Angelica and Magellan was awesome. And then there was a silly little guy named Quagmire. Oh, yeah. Yesterday, we did a whole thing on pizza. We talked about pizza a lot. And and, uh, uh, what goes on a hot dog. We just talk about what goes on. I'm talking about too. Mm-hmm. Raw was really inconsequential. <laughs> there was nothing to talk about. And that's a three-hour show. Joel says, talk about me for two more minutes until my birthday. Oh, my goodness. Well, Joel Pearl Gacy, <laughs> I don't know why they're running back your match with Braun Breaker, but I am happy because hopefully... If you do have the winners first, you can put it toward raising your child, which is good. Is your birthday in a minute from now? Oh, I didn't so know I that. Guess we, I guess we, we got to hang out. Yeah, everybody what? send in super chats to wish Joel a happy birthday. Yeah, do that. I mean, why not? <laughs> yeah. Sean's going to be like, you couldn't just sign off early, could you? Nope, couldn't do it. <laughs> no, couldn't do it. would be wrong. Couldn't not, do it. not like 27 seconds before Joel's birthday hits. No, nope, not allowed. I don't even have props around. How do I know? Oh, I have my heart. I got my heart. Um, Macaro the Mark says pepperoni and pineapple on a pizza. No, 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 no to pineapple on pizza. Citrus doesn't belong on pizza. It's not pizza. No. Um. It wasn't even about toppings of pizza. It was it was mostly about crust. Happy birthday, Joel! We uh, love you and all the work that you do here at Fightful. Hey, you know the best way to celebrate Joel's birthday is to go to Fightful Overbooked and subscribe to all the great way. shows that are there. Good, 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 Sean, Sean calls it our ESPN 8, the Ocho, and that feels very accurate. It is. Zachary says, do you think AEW should have introduced the trio's belts at Double or Nothing? Any idea of timeline for women's tag belts in AEW? Thoughts of the prop belt, FDW belt. Um, I think the FDW belt should be should be recognized and defended. Um, I know that's the point of it is that it's not, but only the reason of that is because Taz doesn't want it to be. If Taz wants it to be, it should be. Um, and that, I think that they, you can just make it a thing. 
Uh, I think that that Hook should take it from Ricky Starks and then defend it literally once every once a week on Rampage against all comers. Uh, I think the trios belts will will be around eventually, if not soon. Uh, women's tag belts, I don't, I don't know if they have plans. For they don't care right about now. the women's belt. Um, they need it because now they've definitely got the talent to mm-hmm. to have a women's tag division. Yeah. So I think that they should, but I don't think they'll do it for a while. And trios titles, I'm wondering if they're going to be something that floats between Ring of Honor and mm-hmm. yeah, and the main um, roster. I think they really wanted to wait for Kenny to come back to do it, but I think they're going to have to do it before Kenny comes back. Cause he like got 9 million surgeries and can't, yeah. he tried to like be backstage and he was like, JK, I can't travel yet. Like he's a long ways away. He, he really is. And that's too bad. They'll probably introduce it on like a battle of the belts. I bet. I, I, I want, I wanted to, I wanted to be, a, uh, uh, I wanted there to be a tournament. Um, and uh, I, I, I want, I want house of black to win the tournament. I know you do. That's what I want. But this whole super elite thing feels like it's swirling around eventual mm-hmm. trios mm-hmm. titles, which I think is good. Tom Valley says, I want that shirt Dax Cash and Punk wore on Sunday. Me too. Uh, but apparently they only made three of them yeah. just just for that, and that's it. We don't get to be in no, the Bret Hart Club. We're not the sons of Hitman. It's sad. Which is I'm sad. Paul Elizabeth's daughter, so I'll take it. Yeah. Anyway, um... That's... Anybody else just want to talk about AEW? That's what. All right. Well, I guess we'll finish early. I guess. I guess. I guess we'll have to. We'll have to do it. Um. Yeah. There were there was other stuff that happened today, but if you didn't super chat about it, we weren't going to talk about it. So. Good night, everybody. Uh, Kate, <laughs> where, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Kate Stagrams. I'll be back on Twitter either tomorrow or later in the week where you can find me at Miss Kate Fabe. You can also find me on the TikTok with the kids uh, at Miss Kate Fabe there as well. And probably um, just jumping on to random episodes of the select version of Sour Graps where I sometimes read CM Punk's live journal from 2003 to 2005. Uh, Mark Quill says, happy birthday to future NXT world champion, Joel Pearl. Joel Pearl Gacy. Happy birthday. Also, yeah, and subscribe to Fightful Select and hang out with us for the pay-per-view post-show of Hell in a Cell this weekend, as well as in your house post-show. Zachary says, have Jess Hardy been botching a lot lately? No, he's just been aging a lot over the past 25 years. (laughs) (laughs) Tom LaValle getting in the last minute. Yes! Mama said, "Knock you out, Regal rap." This would have been our first week without a Regal rap, and I think it, it would have been a long time. And years, years, I tell long, you, a long, long time. Um. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years, rocking my peers, putting suckers in fear, making the tears rain down like a monsoon. Listen to the bass go boom, explosions overpowering over the competition. I'm towering. Look and shop when I drop these lyrics that'll make you call the cops. Don't you dare stare. You better move. Don't ever compare. Me to the rest of the law got sliced and diced. Competition paid the price. Mama said, knock you out. I'm going to knock you out. My mother told me that I should knock you unconscious, you silly boy. 
Don't you call this a regular jam. I'm going to rock this land. I'm going to take this little bitty world by storm. And I'm just kidding one. Just like Muhammad Ali, they called him Cassius. Wants me bash this bait like a skull. Don't you know I had beef with? Why don't you riff with me, a maniac psycho, when I pulled out my jammy? Get it ready, because it might go. But, uh, how you like me now? The Ripper would not allow me to get with Mr. Smith. Don't riff. I listen to my gear shift. I'm blasting, outlasting. Kind of like shaft, so you could say I'm shafting. Uh, old English filled my mind, and I came up with a funky rhyme. I'm going to knock you out. Mama said, knock you out. Why knock someone out when you can cover them in gasoline and light them on fire? That's my question. It's a, it's a, it's a good question. It's Thank a good you. question. Follow me uh, on the Twitter at Alex Sourgraps. Literally, you can find us for the rest of the week doing this <laughs> in one form or another. We are crazy, and so are you for watching us. Keep cool, Gabagools. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.